WWE Pod TPS Radio, Mike James, Part One, WrestleMania 29 Preview. Uh, we've just, what both of us have just watched uh, Monday Night Raw as of April Fool's Day, the first of April shown. Um, did, you know what, Mike? I think isn't the rule on April Fool's Day? Uh, you, it only works up till midday. Yeah, since uh, you know did an April Fool's. Or oh, correct me if I'm wrong. That is the official thing. It has to be up till till twelve. Yeah. Well, has, has someone done one? Didn't um, Santino do an April Fool's? Oh, that's that was awful. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? I mean, we're here to preview, um, to basically preview the WrestleMania show. Um, we're going to talk about all the matches, barring Roxena and Triple H Lesnar. That is basically. I mean, Mike and I come together. We decided that's probably the two main events that WWE have given the most time to over, let's say, the last, well, over the last year almost, when you think about it, when Triple H uh, and Lesnar from SummerSlam. And Roxena has, let's be, uh, that's been coming together since at least January anyway, so yes. Yeah, so a lot to talk about here. But let's start, Mike, with the YouTube pre-show, a pre-show uh Intercontinental Championship match. The Intercontinental Championship match on a pre-show. First of all, Mike, how does that make you feel? The Intercontinental Championship match held by Stone Cold Triple H. It was a main event at a WrestleMania 6 with Ultimate Warrior. We've had Chris Jericho. We didn't we have an amazing ladder match at WrestleMania, I think it was 10, with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. You know, I mean, this really, uh, from a from a point of view, was was it could potentially co-main event a WrestleMania back in the day? It almost meant that much, and now it's on a pre-show. Mike, how do you feel? I think it's fucking weird. Personally, is my short and sweet answer. I mean, let's be honest. This year's Mania card isn't amazing. It, I personally don't think we've got a couple of crackers in there. As as you mentioned, we've got Rock Cena, Triple H, Punk, Triple H, Punk. Uh, I'm getting confused. Uh, Undertaker, CM Punk, Triple H, Lesnar. Right yeah. after after those three, we got the six man with the shield. That's still pretty cool. We then have the tag team title match. It's a little odd, but probably still be good. And then we have the classic that you and I are going to do commentary on. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> If no one has heard, or if you haven't really gathered by James's laughter, we've decided that we're going to do commentary on Mania for one match. Oh, my, 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 we've even got to talk about the angle in the show. How ridiculous is it? Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it after we talk about the pre-show. Oh. We'll get to that in a bit. Oh. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. And then also, I don't guess there's like five, six matches booked on a three-hour show, right? And then we're making the intercontinental title the pre-show. Fuck no, that's ridiculous. Well, no, four. There's, there's a lot of matches, but yeah, I mean, Wade Barrett versus the Miz. They, let's be let's be honest, Mike. You you could argue that they they built this up um, a lot better than some of the other matches, even um, on the actual card itself. I mean, I am more excited about Barrett Miz than I am Ryback Henry, um, uh, in in a positive way. In for, for pure entertainment and fun, Mike, I'd imagine Ryback and Mark Henry might be the peak of our WrestleMania viewing. It's going to be hilarious. 
I feel... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm finding it. Yes, it will be hilarious. Um... I don't know, but I'm, I'm very much enjoying the fact that you are. Uh, we've <laughs> we've got Wade Barrett, uh, the champion, going against the mids. Uh, I mean, who do you think is going to win this? You know, just let's throw that out there. Uh, probably Barrett. Yeah, because it's on the pre-show. Um, yeah, I mean, it, to be interestingly, it's streamed via YouTube. I, you know what? Because it's the pre-show, wouldn't it be nice if they had a solid fifteen, twenty-minute match? That would be great. I mean, I just don't understand. The, in my head, these are two very good wrestlers. The, I know you've never been the biggest fan of the Miz, but I think these are two world-class guys, in theory. And they're just on the pre-show. I mean, I mean like, to, to your, this says something about it, right? We are talking right now about, about Barrett versus Miz. In my list of matches just now, I remembered that one, and I forgot about Swagger versus Del Rio, I just realised. Yes. Whoops. Yeah, I mean, uh, what are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, we the people. We the bollocks, more like. We the... Oh, look at that. Um, yeah, it is... I don't know why it's on the pre-show. It's a shame for Wade Barrett in the midst. I mean, let's be honest here. Wade Barrett, the main event of the Survivor Series a couple of years ago, in arguably that year's biggest angle with the Nexus versus John Cena. You know, Absolutely. if you remember, I, and we had the Miz who main evented a WrestleMania a couple of years ago against none other than John Cena and had the Rock interfere in the match and win the main event of WrestleMania. And now he's on the pre-show, <laughs> the pre-show. I mean, the Miz winning at Mania was a pretty huge, uh, it's an enormous feat. It's one of the biggest feats you can have in, in wrestling. And people just totally gloss over it. And as you say, now he's on the pre-show going for a, the IC belt, which although a wonderful title, it's just, what went wrong? And they wonder why not many stars, not as many stars get over as many, you know, as they want these days. Interesting. Well, I don't know about that, because at the same time we've had the emergence of people like Brian and Ziggler. Oh, yeah. But, but let's be honest, Mike. They're in, if they don't do something with Ziggler, I, even, as amazing as he is, um, this time next year, he could be the next Miz. In terms of even people were at, going into that menu, they were saying Miz is a lot better than he is. There, there are even rumours of a babyface turn and him being a big star for that for that year that never happened. And let's be honest, you know, if they don't do something with Dolph Ziggler, maybe not a year, but two years down the line, if they haven't made a big deal out of him... He could be. He could may well be on the YouTube pre-show. It's possible, I suppose, but I think Ziggler's got a lot more natural in-ring talent than Miz. Yes, I uh, probably yeah, I probably uh, would agree with you there. But I mean, I mean, Dolph Ziggler. I mean, he's a kind of in the position that RVD was in, and Jeff Hardy for years, where he's kind of ready for the main event. It's just that the back office don't seem to really get behind him at the moment. There is some truth to this. I mean. I don't know. I mean, it's tricky, but, but I mean, you can you can so easily argue that he doesn't need to have the normal string of wins because he's got the money them brand briefcase. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. I mean, let's hope so. I mean, so so we're saying Wade Barrett winning the YouTube pre-show. We also have a, a supposedly on the main card, but it wouldn't surprise me if this guy also gets ejected to the pre-show. Brothers yeah. Clay, Tensai, and the Funkadactyls versus Team Road Scholars and the Bella Twins. Oh, for fuck's sake. Shouldn't that be on the pre-show? No, that should be on Heat. That should be, <laughs> that should be on the Smackdown before Mania. Um, I was watching Raw earlier on, right? As mm-hmm. I, I watched the first hour and a half, and I was really enjoying it. I thought Rock's promo was fantastic. Cena's was... The Rock's promo was fantastic and all that. And then, and then I started. And then I started to remember, oh, wait, i got to do this before the podcast and this and this and this, which is why I was running a little bit late. So then I stopped watching Raw for a little bit, skipped a bit, then sorted some stuff out that I needed to do, came back to continue watching Raw, and the first thing I saw was, the first thing I heard, I should say, was the music of Broder's Clay. And I just said to myself, oh, fuck no. Oh, yes. I mean, why? Why? I like Broder's Clay. I like him. I dance do when you? he comes out. Do you? Yeah, unfortunately I do, Mike. I'm so sorry. 
I know. Well, I'm, I'm I, sad. I, I, I need to see this to believe it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I need you to dance when you come over for Mania, so I know it's so I know it's real. Okay, I will do. I will dance like Brodus Clay and bring some um, Johnson's body oil with me. Perfect, perfect. Uh, who's who, who's winning the, uh, if it's possible, the match that I kind of care least about, which is probably saying something on this mania. You know, the worst part is, I'm not sure if I care. Um, but, 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 if I have to pick, I mean, am I right that it's uh, Rhodes Scholars, did you say? And the yeah, Bellas? and the Bellas win. I think they should win. I, I agree. Rhodes Scholar deserve a much bigger match than Fat Albert and Broder's Clay. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be let's be honest. You, why couldn't you have stuck that those two teams in the tag team championship match, Team Hell No versus Ziggler Langston, and have a ladder? Stick a ladder in there for God's sake. Not very that hard, would is be it? Amazing. I would love that. I mean, we we mentioned it before. You know, have the high spot and have that as the first or second match on the card. You know, I mean, because because you, you don't really the, you don't really have a spot fest type match. Arguably, uh, Triple H Lesnar, which we'll get into in part two, maybe. Yeah. But the, but there's not that obvious, you know, like um, obvious spot fest. Oh my god, moment match early on, is there? There isn't, and it'd be great to have one because, of course, of money in the bank being elsewhere now. The only concern, as you say, would be the the hopeful human destruction that we see in Lesnar versus Triple H. But it would still be fun. Fuck it. London matches are cool. Well, if, yeah, I mean, you could combine those matches and then, hey, you've got a bit more time as well, haven't you, then? Because you've got one less match. Absolutely. You don't have to worry about which one to put on the pre-show. No. Um, I mean, yeah, so uh, I guess we're both going for Team Red Scholars. Now, um, arguably... This one I don't understand either, mate. You know, we're quite down on WrestleMania. Compared to this time last year, where you and I were fairly excited, let's say. Um, Chris Jericho versus Fandango. I'm not... Oh. I mean, they, they've really, really got behind this guy, haven't they? Just a bit, yes. And he's definitely... Let's be honest, he has to win at Mania. Yes, I suppose so. On his big debut. And... They well, I mean, it's not going to whether they bury Chris Jericho or not. It's, I don't think it's really going to hurt him. It would hurt Fandango a lot more if he if he does lose. But it's his debut at WrestleMania. I cannot remember a wrestler who had a debut match at WrestleMania. I can't work it out personally. I mean, this guy must be astonishingly good in the ring if they're giving him this amount of push. He- if- He's, but the thing is, because people have been chanting, you can't wrestle, and it's a bit unfair because the moves he has done in Jericho have looked look fairly promising. But well, this... the, flying le- the, the flying leg dropped twice. Yeah, I mean, the, let's be honest, he, there's nothing wrong with the way he's doing it. No, 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 no. What, what he's done have, has looked great, but indeed, it's not been a lot. No, and uh, it's going to have to be a good match from the first minute. It can't be a slow build-up, I think. It needs to be wang-bang, almost like two cruiserweights going at it, I think. Wang-bang? Yeah, yeah, wang-bang. No, <laughs> Jimmy Wang-yang. No, um... Oh, yeah, whatever happened to... I know. What was, it, what was his name? Jimmy Gang what? Jimmy Wang-yang or something? Oh, that... Oh, sorry, I got confused. Carry on. Um, <laughs> but it's... No, but I mean, it's it, this match needs to be... A, a solid having match said that, from having the said, go. Yeah. Having said that, wasn't <laughs> technically the next time you and I make love, that would be a Jimmy Gang Bang. <laughs> I d- if, 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 if we get, say, your girlfriend involved as well, hi, Michelle, then, you know, technically, that's what that would be. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there you go. Uh, the more, the merrier. Yeah. Uh, anyone else want to get involved? Email us at <laughs> www.podcast at gmail.com. Or tweet us at WWPod. <laughs> Get involved. Bring cupcakes. Um, yeah, absolutely. So Chris Jericho versus Fandango. Uh, yes. Uh, Fandango's going to have to be amazing or it's going to be the most fucking awful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you're right. And the problem is, as I was saying, Mike, it has to be amazing from the word go because I think the crowd are going to shit all over Fandango if, it's not, if that's not the case. Without question. So, absolutely. Um, so, they, but, I mean, I mean, I think it'll be quite a solid match uh, with with Chris Jericho in there. 
but it's almost like we'll have to wait and see on that one. I can't really predict. It's so hard to do, isn't it? Because he's he, all we know about this guy is that he he's. To be honest with you, I when I watch Raw just now, and this is nothing to do with. I don't know how to say, but fuck me, he's the he's the campus man since oh, he's camper than right said Fred dancing on a doily. It's ridiculous. I've nothing against ballroom dancing. I've done ballroom dancing. My brother and sister are very good ballroom dancers, but. You look in this supposed tough man sport, and you see a guy like Fandango. You just think, "What? Have, has, uh, did he go to the wrong arena? What the hell's going on?" Yeah, I mean, could you? I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, could you imagine Fandango as your heavyweight world champion? No, no, is the answer. Um, get, not no, amongst I, the Sundays at all. No, because on Sunday he's usually filming the results show strictly. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, WWE Tag Team Champions, Team yes. Elmo versus Dolph Ziggler and Big E Langston. Um, interesting. Once again, though, fairly lukewarm build. It's, it almost seems like, other than those three, or other than the four big matches, that they've thrown together the undercards um, at the last minute without too much thought in almost a panic, if that makes it, sense. It does feel a bit like that. Yeah, because well, they made this match last week, didn't they? Yeah, and it's, I don't know why, but it'd be interesting. Now, I, 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 hell, I think Team Hell No retain for this, um, only because, uh, yes, I, I don't I, think I, they I, will. Well, you think Hell No will lose? Uh, I don't know, it's, it'll be interesting. I think if Team Hell No retain, then Dolph Ziggler is a lot more likely to cash in his championship match. I agree completely. But then again, they might think people might assume that anyway, so we'll swerve them and have Team Hell No lose. Um, yeah, yeah, but don't we on that stupid, are they? Yes. Are they? Yes. Shit, I must have missed a memo. Yeah, <laughs> uncreative. Um, yeah. yeah, Stephanie McMahon, well, we'll get into Stephanie McMahon a bit later. I didn't mean in a sexual That's way. That's disgusting. No, no, sorry. I didn't. <laughs> didn't. Um, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. She's had two kids. She's, <laughs> she has, hasn't she? Dolph Ziggler, Biggie Langston, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, we haven't really seen Ziggler and Langston in action together properly like we've seen Team Hell No. It's an odd one, this one, because I reckon this could be a very good match. But it's it's not really an obvious match, is it, when you've got people like Road Scholars back together and, and, more importantly, the New Age Outlaws. Yeah, and we even said, put the New Age Outlaws in a crazy ladder match, you know, our messed up ladder match, which we talked about. And you know what? Um, that four or five way ladder match, I know it's going to be ridiculous with that amount of people in the ring, but I would be I would be glued to the proverbial telly during that match, if, if that had been the case, you know? So you said the proverbial telly. What the fuck do you think we're watching it on? I have no idea. Um, the, uh, it's the... Um, it's the Mike Movietron 5000. That's true. We're watching the Micatron. The Micatron. So, they, uh, I mean... Is yeah. the Micatron a robot version of me? Yes. Except with ah. a big screen. I wonder where you were going with that. Ah. Um, team Hell No. Uh, so, I'm thinking they're going to retain. Are you? To be fair, though, if there was a robot version of me... Uh, ooh, oh, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Well, just because, because, a, a robot would a robot version of me be more well endowed than I was? Yes. Yeah, I thought because Mike, you could make yes. it more well endowed, couldn't you? you it I could, could be adjustable the endowment. Ah, I see. You you mean like 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 in a, one of those extending uh, tape measures? Yeah, if you wanted it to be, it could be. You could make an adjustable endowment for for a robot. And then when he's done, he pushes a button. He goes back inside. There you go. A bit like Robocop and his gun on his, in his thigh. Did he have one of those? Yes, he had a gun. I've never seen Robocop. Oh, it's a good film. It's a good, it's a good film. What, it's a lot better than the WCW version of Robocop. I was about to say, wasn't he the guy who wrestled Sting? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Um, I still think that is going to be better than Robocop versus Henry. Oh, Robocop and Sting? Yes. Uh, well, there's the thing. Ryback, in an older character, uh, he was like a cyborg character. I don't know if you know this. Uh, you, you probably do. 
the, when he was in OVW and FCW, so the, the idea of Ryback was that he was a cyborg sent back from the future. Which is why in some people's photos of him, he has one red eye. He's supposed to be like a Terminator or something. I'm not making this up. That is awesome. I know. So if we had Ryback versus the well-endowed Microtron, who would win? Microtron. Well, how would Microtron win? Because I've got an idea, but it's disgusting. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know whether the Microtron w- would go further because um, a robot could sell a lot better than Ryback. Oh, there's a thought. Yes. Trust me, by the time Microtron was done with him, he'd know how to fucking sell. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that would be a bizarre match, wouldn't it? A Microtron <laughs> wins by sodomy. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Well, well. Speaking of which, speaking of which, <laughs> Mick, this is, you know, Mick Foley's first book. Yeah. Do you remember? There's a passage, probably not the best word to use, uh, early on in that book where he he where he used to wrestle with friends of his before he was trained properly, obviously. Mm-hmm. One friend of his, he was kind of an equivalent of Kamala in his character. Right? Okay. I don't know exactly what the character was, but yeah, the, the something giant, same as Ugandan giant, yeah. And basically, his finishing move was buggering. Seriously? Yeah. But then again, didn't 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 the road dog do something similar before yes, he did? Didn't he? He did, he did the pump the... handle slam, and he did doggy style almost, and then before the pump handle slam, yes, he would penetrate. Uh, well, there you go. I didn't. Know, I didn't know that he does, he does the gyrating as if to, to you know not very nice, and then do the pump handle slam, which is never. For me, he'd not, never been a good very, finisher. Or well, the pump handle slam? Yeah. It's a, it was always a bit lackluster, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad move, but as you say, I don't know if it's a finisher. I think I think our truth used to do it a bit as well. Mm. And at one point, as a finisher, and again, it doesn't. it's a perfectly fine move. It doesn't feel like a finisher. No, it's just, I see it in the same genre as like a, a, a normal suplex or something like that, you know? Or a bull hammer elbow, which is a terrible finisher. Well, they... Yes, yes. <laughs> Wait, Bar- well, we might not even see the bull hammer elbow, Mike. Um... Did you see the way he did it on Raw as well? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. He didn't even do the build. He just ran out to him and went, dumb. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh dear, that's all I can it's say. No um... sense at all. Anyway, where were we? Ryback versus Ryback versus Mark Henry. Um, um, our our proverbial main event. Hang on, hang on. Are we saying Fandango wins? Yes. Fandango wins. Fandango team, wins. Team Hell No wins a tag team match. Ryback oh, yeah, versus fuck, Henry. Yeah. Ryback is winning this match. And Mike, what the bloody hell are they doing going into it? Okay. Ryback, Mark Henry cannot touch Ryback. Ryback cannot touch Mark Henry. However, Mark Henry can touch Ryback via a weight machine. Weight and, barbell. And, and Ryback is allowed to abuse Santino Morella in the process. So, does that mean... Um, that the ma- that it's still legal then, uh, in terms of of the rules of the match of the the rules going into that for Ryback to shoot Mark Henry in the head because they haven't physically touched. Yes. So Ryback could run Mark Henry over because it's the car touching Mark Henry and not himself. Yes, it would make the match a lot easier. I, isn't that the most stupidest booking in the world, or is it just me? Uh, I don't know. The stupidest booking in the world uh, was Chris Harris versus Dustin Rhodes for a rap. Is this the second most stupidest booking in the world? Third. What's the second then? Because I was reading the other day about Buff Bagwell on Wikipedia. Oh yeah. And I came across a match I not I wasn't aware of. Buff Bagwell versus it may have been Canyon. And in the corner of the ring, on standing on top of a forklift, so essentially on a pole, if this makes any sense, mm-hmm. was Buff Bagwell's mum. Oh. Um, and that's not made up either. It was Buff Bagwell's mum on a forklift something match. So this really is the third then, rather than the second or the first. I, I agree there. Or we, could just have a, or we could say fourth, and number one is just TNA. Yes, I like that. Yeah. Um, we've got Ryback. So the fourth worst booking in history. Fourth it, worst it, booking in history. 
Yes. Uh, I mean, can we think of a number five? Well, technically, Mike, it's number three. Because the route of the pole match was TNA. Oh, that's true. So, so, oh, yeah, so, this, this, this is the third. Yes, third. <laughs> this is the third. Um, there you go. Wait, what? wait. Hang on. It's, it's fourth again. What? <laughs> Why is it fourth again? Fourth again. Talk to me, Mike. Why is it fourth again? Barack Obama versus Hillary Clinton. Oh, my goodness. Yep, yep, yep. I know. Fucking terrible, wasn't it? Or, fifth, anything involving Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Oh, Ryback versus Mike Kennedy. Well, I mean, I mean, we've said, even before it happens, this is going to be the first induction into the cul-de-sac of crap, Mike. It's just... Oh, fucking hell. I mean, but, but I, I have thought of something. Oh, yeah? Yeah, should we just call this show Mike's in a Mood? Yeah. <laughs> if you want... <laughs> I was going to call it WrestleMania Preview Part 1. You're right, but we, <laughs> we can No, 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 I can put... No, no, AKA no. the Mike's in the Mood match. Let's call it WrestleMania Preview Brackets. Mike seems to be in a bit of a mood. I will, it will be mentioned. Well, it doesn't have to be, because I don't want to, I don't want to sully the rest of the show. Or sodomise it. Or that. Um, so, who's winning this match? It has to be Ryback, sure. Hang on, would I sodomise WW Pod? It, it depends how you feel. Well, I love it dearly. But again, I don't sodomise everything I love dearly. I mean, I love my iPod. That would be tricky. Anyway, um, what the fuck are we talking about? Um... I, I've. Uh, no, no, I was just reading the exact definition of sodomy. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I thought we knew what it was. Sodomy is any. That's one. It's any non-penile vaginal copulation-like act, such as oral sex or anal sex, or sex really? between a person and an animal. The word is derived from the story of Sodom and. Gomorrah in chapters 18 and 19 of the book of Genesis in the Bible. So-called sodomy laws in many countries criminalise not only these behaviours, but other disfavoured sexual activities as well. But in the Western world, many of these laws have been overturned or are not routinely enforced. That's from Wikipedia for sodomy. Again, enforced, not the best word to use. No, probably not. Oral sex is technically sodomy. Um, What it said in an animal... Yeah, I thought that was bestiality. I don't understand. But, hey. <laughs> um, there you go, boys and girls. Well, let's tell you about my trip to Amsterdam. Um, if, if you want. <laughs> I think I have before, right? We, this is, the, again, kids, this is all about WrestleMania. Gather around. We were, uh, I was in Amsterdam with Daryl and John, my two, best, uh, two of my best friends. And uh, there was a mute. A bit, as it sounds to that, everything's a bit kind of saucy and sexy, but in an, in a, in an amusing way, you know? Okay. No, nothing too dark or weird. Well, unless you... Well, moving on. And um, we went to a sex museum. And the sex museum was all stuff like, you know, big phallic-shaped objects and all kind of fun, silly things, right? It was all a bit of a laugh. Until we got to the very last room. The very last room had a bit of a queue, and Daryl and John said, we may as well go. I said, no, 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 Let's. it's not too bad a queue. Let's see what's in there. We joined the back of this queue, and it turned out it was the bondage and bestiality room. The So the bondage and bestiality room was the only room in the museum with a queue? Yes, My... which I know. <laughs> My God. We went in this room and there was photographs of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. And I live, and you know, and I, and I, I were, I've been to somewhere funny. And (laughs) And I've been, I've been to somewhere funny. (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) I, I couldn't pick one place. No, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I've been to the north. No, shut up! And I basically, in this room, there was photographs. There was photographs of very strange tying up and all of that. Now, some of that stuff, if you go for that, fine. 
some of this stuff was just let's put this there was stuff involving women horses and dogs and I've got a dog <laughs> no don't finish that sentence no man. no uh, no okay. he's fine <laughs> the, cat, the, cat, the cat's looking a bit nervous but the dog's fine Okay. But it, it was just the most horrible, evil shit I've seen in my life. And this is me we're talking about. And uh, afterwards, we went outside and went on a canal boat cruise just to feel better and cleanse our minds. We thought, <laughs> we, we need something really, really wholesome afterwards. So afterwards, we went on a canal boat cruise around Amsterdam's historical parts. Don't make your own jokes. <laughs> So, Rock Pack versus Henry. Um, a shocking. Rock Pack versus Henry is going to be like the bestiality room. It's going to have an enormous queue. You, uh, everyone wants to see it, but you feel a bit weird afterwards. Uh, they... <laughs> or an enormous queue for the toilets. Will it be the toilet break match? Oh, it will so be the toilet break match, won't it? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, from the toilet break match to another uh, a, a, a match that's been thrown together like a no and i can't i can't make any analogy to this randy orton sheamus and big show versus the shield i've got one yeah from a toilet match to a match that wants to make you use a match and set yourself on fire very good randy orton sheamus and big show versus the shield another match mike where we feel they've kind of just thrown it together but reality i don't want to set myself on fire because i'm a big fan of the shield anyway you have well, to have the shield win this, don't you? Sure. Oh, I fucking hope so. Good. Next, no. Um, I mean, uh, the way it's booked in, I think, I think one of the three is going to screw the others. Uh, no, in, in a, uh, it's going to turn on the others, as in like Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Big Show. Turn Shirt. on the others. One of those, <laughs> one of those three is going to cost them the match against the Shield. I agree. I mean, I quite like the idea you told me about on the phone the other day. Oh yeah. Where the sh- where we get some paprika? No, where the shield win, mm-hmm. and then one of them becomes world champion. Eventually, down the road, yeah. I quite like that idea. I mean, I don't know how exactly you do, but one thing crossed my mind: if we have, if hypothetically, now I don't hypothetically, right? Mm-hmm. Alton, Sheamus, and Big Show win. Yep. Bear with me here. At Extreme Rules. Rock, if he's still around, then drops the title to Cena. Mm-hmm. And whoever gets the pinfall in the six-man rematch against the Shield is number one. And the man who gets the pinfall is either Rollins or Reigns. Ah. The Shield win, and we have a very interesting number one contender. The only reason I didn't say Ambrose is that I know Rollins is good in the ring. Well, I don't know much about Ambrose. And Reigns is fucking huge. So I don't know if we would probably like him. Yeah. And you know what? If if whatever one's going to be the champion, it would be nice if at the same time, the other two end up winning the tag team titles. Yeah. So and basically, you know, they kind of like, not quite run the company, but they have a lot more sway than arguably they do now. And it kind of backs up that we're the shield we're unbeatable, etc. You know, I mean, um, it would just be nice. It would be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, the, the thing with the Shield is because there isn't much, because they're kind of a, kind of a sideshow at the moment. Yeah. You should either run with it and make them huge again, an enormous yep. deal. Agreed. That's what you do. That's what you do. Because let's be honest, after WrestleMania, up until SummerSlam, it's quite the lull. So you can push your more unlikely stars to see what they're going to be like, you know? Or maybe this is exactly the sort of storyline we need to avoid some sort of lull. Well, potentially, yeah. yeah. I, I would like the Shield to, to, to as you said, be, be do- dominant and you basically, a bit like they did with the Nexus, get a group of like your John Cena, whatever, three WWE superstars versus the Shield and a bit like TNA's Lethal Lockdown, but you put them in the Elimination Chamber and for the first time you have a three-on-three in the Elimination Chamber and obviously where the faces, you know, the faces are at a disadvantage where, you know, the Shield start, a Shield member and then a WWE member and then obviously, you know, it will end up being two-on-one with the way the doors open. But you basically have got a situation very much like the Lethal Lockdown one, haven't you? 
Three on three elimination chamber. I'd never thought of that, and as soon as you said it, my mouth watered. I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, but that—that's your ultimate. I mean, that's that's where you could have the Shield lose for the first time, but have that down the road. I mean, that could be you know your SummerSlam main event if you wanted it to be, couldn't it? Or something your, similar. Your SummerSlam main event could be Roman Reigns as the champion. Yeah. With Rollins, Ambrose, Cena, Punk, and someone, whoever, and as you say, the six then go at it for the belt. It's a great idea. Well, you could do that as well, yeah. So, I think that's a great idea. But there you go. I, I, it will make the shield. It will make the shield a bit a, a big, big deal. And let's be honest. I mean, I mean, keep them together like you did Evolution for you know a really nice length of time. And Evolution, let's be honest, it, it made Randy Orton and Batista, didn't it? So, and then hopefully after the shield are done, you've basically got potentially three single main eventers that you can do lots of other things with once they've broken up. Exactly. You should either, I'd say, run with it to a huge degree or split it up completely. Yeah. I think. Because otherwise, if it kind of peters out in the way that the second incarnation of the Nexus did, where Punk was the leader, yeah, people just look back on it as, oh, that could have been cool but wasn't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, so I, like this idea. I like this idea. And they wouldn't have to be champion for that long. Just from, say... June to August, you know, from over the limit or whatever the hell it's going to be, the one after Extreme Rules to SummerSlam. That'll do. That'd be nice. Mm. So, we've got our, next up Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger for the World Heavyweight Championship match. Interesting build, a bit uh, near the mark at times, let's say. Um, Indeed. And I don't, I mean, Alberto Del Rio is. N- He's not over, I keep saying this, as much as his face push, you know, as much as he probably should be. You are much better, as I said before a few times, than noticing crowd reactions and the trend of things than I am. So, basically, when he comes out, do you think people just... I mean, what do you think the reaction is? Well, you look at how much they're pushing him to be a babyface. You know, he, they, they, he made the... He beat the big show uh, um, quite handsomely in the in the end, and, yes. and he's have he has this underdog a- angle against Jack Swagger, um, yes. and he's the big hero standing up for American well, well not you know you know the, the freedom of speech etc. And I'm yes. just saying the, the the amount of time they've invested him and the push they've given him doesn't quite equal to the pop he's getting. I'm saying if that makes any if that's making any sense at all. I mean I mean and. Arguably, maybe the reason why is one day he was a heel, and it seemed the next week he was a babyface. It wasn't there wasn't really a turn, as we keep mentioning, Mike. Perfect way, like they did with Batista. Do you know what this reminds me of? Yeah, this is before our time, you and me. Mm-hmm. But I've heard about it quite a bit. This reminds me a lot of the Lex Express. Okay. You know, Leo Lex Luger, where they tried to make him the big American hero after Hulk Hogan left. It didn't really happen, did it? It didn't really happen, and Bret Hart became the guy, you know? Mm. I never thought of it like that. Do you think it's a bit like the Lex Express? I do. Email oh, us. There we go. Podcast at gmail.com. Tweet us at www.pod. Absolutely. So, visit www.pod.moonfruit.com. Why are we doing this? Now, this has anything to do with the Lex Express. Um, Alberto Del Rio, Jackson, do you think it's Alberto Del Rio versus Zeb Coulter with Jack yes. Swagger helping him out rather than Jack Swagger himself? I think the, I think Swagger's become a tiny bit more prominent in the whole thing recently, uh, over the last week or two. But it basically is, you don't, you don't really give a shit about Jack Swagger getting his ass kicked. You give a shit about Zeb Coulter getting his ass kicked after the bell, after the match is finished, you know? Yeah. And is that because Jack Swagger hasn't been given enough mic time? Or is it because Dutch Mantel is that good at being Zeb Coulter? Oh, that's difficult. Or is it that's just because Jack Swagger is not as charismatic? But Sorry, my microphone fucked up for a second. Ah, oh, what a shame. Only for a second, though. Hold on. There we go. We are fine. Okay. Well, Jack Swagger is not that charismatic. You're absolutely right. And Zeb Coulter, Dutch Mantel, is annoyingly good at being Zeb Coulter. But 
even if Zeb Carter is that brilliant at being uh, at being him, hang on. Even if Dutch Mantel is that good at playing this character, which he is, yeah, that shouldn't that shouldn't matter in a weird way. If it's like if Zeb Carter, I'm trying I'm trying to put this in a weird in a weird way, right? But see if this makes sense. If you got marks out of a hundred, right? Uh huh. If if seven if a performance from, from Dutch Mantel was seventy out of a hundred, right? Yep. That's good. That's fine. Say seventy's enough to get him and Jack over. That's what he should do. He may be capable of being a hundred out of a hundred, but if it's overshadowing Jack, don't fucking do it. Does this make sense? It does absolutely. He is great in a way at playing this little fucking annoying, somewhat racist dick. Mm. Yes. If he's so good, it's overshadowing swagger. Rein it in, you know, because then it just looks like it's someone else's title or someone else's match, and people don't care about swagger in the long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're probably right. Um, I think I think you sum you, you sum that out better than anyone, Mike. Uh, so I, I mean, I mean, based on this feud, who's going to assume? Let's assume for a second that. Ziggler's not cashing in, because then it doesn't really matter who wins, does it? Um, okay, fine. If Ziggler's not cashing in, who's walking away with the title? It's a tricky one, this one. I said that earlier, too, but... Do you have it... Jack Swagger? Um, I honestly thought Jack Swagger was winning this feud, going out oh. of WrestleMania, until he decided to drink drive and kind of make the company look a bit like a joke. But he hasn't really been punished, or they haven't really mentioned much at all have they, since the DUI. However, I'm wondering whether they said to him maybe backstage, this is just complete conjecture from my part, oh, Jack, you were going to win it, but because you've been a dick, you're not now. That wouldn't surprise me. But the thing is, the thing is... uh... Alberto Del Rio, interesting, did get the big beat down on Raw, didn't he? Um, And normally when when the face basically gets the big beat down, it normally means he's winning the main event. When you look at the you know book in history, especially going in, into WrestleMania, hang on, don't you mean the other way around? No, when the faces ends up lying on the floor after you know oh, on, yeah. on the, oh, yeah, on the yeah, go yeah. home show. I mean, sorry, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. Okay. Yeah, it normally means that he's going to get his own back at the main event. That usually is the case. Yes, at Mania sometimes it's not always that easy to look at, but I know what you mean. But also, what I'm thinking is the way they've done this angle. Mm-hmm. Jack Swag and Zed Coulter are such villains, I bet he can't see them winning it at all. It'd be like a pantomime where the bad guy wins. Yeah. I see, I see where you're coming from. And I think because of the angle they've chosen, it would be almost bad press for them to win it. Yeah. Congratulations, we have a new champion. He's Who's... a racist. Yeah, and it goes to prove that they're right and Alberto Rio is wrong in, in a funny kind of way because they won the match, you know? Exactly. It's like the way the cards have been dealt, the good guy has to win. Or is it going to be swag of wins and everyone goes, oh, were they right? It, it, should we follow this guy? This racist bigot? It's, it's <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it, 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 And what's going to be interesting is whether the New York crowd chant for Alberto Del Rio or Jack Swagger. Because I reckon oh, it could be quite down the middle. I'm just guessing now. But I know what you mean, but uh, you see, it's difficult for me to put this because America is seems to be very divided politically. Mm-hmm. It's a, you're either Democrat, you're Republican. There's not a lot else. If we were talking a very Republican state or very Republican crowd, Jack Swagger could easily be cheered more. But New York is a very Democratic place. It is. So, again, it's hard to but say. the New Yorkers, when you look at it, the hardcore of the hardcore love to go to WrestleMania when they can. And quite often, it's the hardcore people that like shining for the heels. Oh, that's true. Good point. I mean, let's be honest. These are the people that are going to be booing Cena whatever happens in that main event. Very much so. Um, unfortunately. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I've no idea who's going to win. I really do hope, though, that Ziggler cashes it in. We've both been saying that, haven't we, Mike? Yes, indeed. I 
I personally make the most sense. The grandest stage of them all. Yes, I think it would make the most sense at the grandest stage of them all if Del Rio wins but then loses it to Ziggler. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and, and not only... I mean, Del Rio wins... Swagger's a bit of a bad loser, and you know Swagger, Swagger and, and Zeb Coulter beat the crap out of him like they did on Raw after Del Rio's big victory, and then yep. and Del Rio's just lying there in a pool of blood or whatever, or just yep. lying there broken, and that's when and that's when Ziggler comes down cashing in. So then you still got the heat for Swagger because when you think about it, you're like, well, Swagger really helped Ziggler win the championship, you know? Exactly. And in then that way, sets you up for a three-way maybe at Extreme Rules. In a weird way, kind of everyone wins. Yeah. And maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe, Del Rio getting attacked like that will get more babyface heat for him. Yeah, that is very true. That'd be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, then you've got a beat of both Del Rio saying, I want my rematch. Jack Swagger saying, you know, I got screwed. You know, you beat me. I want a rematch uh, anyway, because Dolph Ziggler's a champion. He, you know, he took what I should have won. And you, you basically, as we said, you got that three-way for Extreme Rules. Um and you've you know whatever that whatever happens, you've got a ready-made feud after WrestleMania between those three. And say what you will about the, those three character-wise, I think those three wrestling-wise could be great together. I think it would be a fantastic match. Uh, I think they could be really good. Yeah. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And interesting promos as well uh, versus the three of them because I don't quite know how Dolph Ziggler would fit in, but he will be. I mean, I don't think he'll be the odd one out. Come Extreme Rules, I think it would. They'd, they'd work something out. If they did do that three-way, like we're, like we're hoping, uh, and it will be interesting. What's not been as interesting as we hoped, though, Mike? The last match we're going to talk about, The Undertaker versus CM Punk. Taker versus Punk is a match that should make you think, holy fuck, this is going to be fantastic. However, as you said, the way they've done it, I think it's going to be good. But I'm not exactly going, woohoo, I can't wait to see it. No, the way it's been booked, it's uh, it's not been nice. Um, interestingly, a quick a quick note, Paul Bearer's son vo- uh, voices displeasure with Angle on Raw. Oh, dear. Yeah, here we go. This is from WrestleView.com. Uh, I think uh, they're quoting PW Insider. It's got here um, Michael Moody, son of the late William... Paul Bearer Moody, took yes. to Facebook commenting on the angle that closed Raw on Monday. Paul Heyman dressed up as Paul Bearer in an angle involving Undertaker and Punk, which we both saw. Moody added, if anyone is wondering, yes, WWE did come to us wanting approval for tonight's storyline. The way it was presented to us was okay. Seeing it on screen was a different story. I don't even know what to say. Wow. Oh, God. I mean, do you think it's kind of bad taste is it is it i mean i'm thinking are they thinking was this the plan all along after paul bearer died number one number two mike were they thinking this feud is not really going anywhere it's not got much heat we need to do something quick we need cheap heat and they basically were clutching at straws to do it or or is it number three they just don't have a clue i think this is what i suspect because it was cm punk who wrongly, in my eyes, well, yep. sort of wrongly, got the cheap heat from Lawler's heart attack. Yes. They thought we'll give him more cheap heat and he'll look even more evil. Whether or not he should have, or they should have, is down to the individual. A bit of me saw Paul Heyman dressed as Paul Bearer and went, ha! It However. Did, it did look fairly amusing, but I mean, I think, had it, had it been a year after his death, I don't think it, it would have been as distasteful, let's say. It still wouldn't have been nice from my point of view. It wouldn't yeah. have been as distasteful as less than a, you know, three weeks, three or four weeks after his death. Yeah, that's hard to deny. That's hard to deny that, yeah. I mean, oh, it's tricky. Oh, I know I've been saying that a lot. Basically, yeah, if, uh, it, it puts me on punk. And to be honest, I think the, there's only one argument for this being okay. I reckon William Paul Bearer Moody is probably fucking finding this hilarious somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. I, I imagine sat up on the cloud, he's going, go for it. Bastardise me as much as you want, you know? He's probably loving it. Okay, but obviously his son's not. 
obviously his son's not. <laughs> but, but if it uh, if his son isn't, and obviously we have no way of knowing what Paul Bearer really thinks, wherever he is, you know, then oh god, this is really difficult. This is really difficult. This one is it? I'm because on the one hand it's a tiny bit amusing. On the one hand, it's very distasteful. On the other hand, Bearer would probably love it. On the other hand, we don't know that for sure. And his son said it was okay, but then... Your mic? Michael! Oh, his son said it was okay, but we lost him. We lost the Chalkley. Mike, you're back? Hello, Mike. Mike? Mike, wow, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not too sure what happened there. Mr. Chalkley seems to be gone from Skype somehow. Um, let's attempt another. Wait there. Mike, uh, we're yes. talking about, um, you were saying about his son or something? I was saying, you know, on the one hand this, on the one hand this, on the one hand this. At the same time, on the other hand, we've got the fact that Paul Bearer's son clearly is not so keen on the whole thing. And finally, because of that, it's so hard to know. There's an awful lot of things to consider, is what I was getting at. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Are they going to have... I mean, let's be honest, The Undertaker's winning. Um, we of think. course. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh well, now, what will be interesting is whether um, is of how he wins. I mean, are we going to have some kind of pool bearer coming? You know, Undertaker using pool bearer somehow to win. I don't know. That would be a wonderful end way to end it. It would, wouldn't uh, it? I don't know. Oh, the only thing I can think of is if they did something a bit. This is a bit cheesy, where they showed pool bearer up on the screen, or they played in his voice. Sam Punk goes, oh, fucking hell, what's going on? Undertaker grabs him from behind or maybe hits him with the urn. Tombstone, done. And then Undertaker does one more of those salute things he does on his knee to the skies, to Paul. That's it. I agree. That'd be lovely. Now, there's an interesting note here, though, Mike. What's that? A news, I read a news article the other day that said CM Punk is not booked on anything after Mania. He oh, recently yeah. hasn't been booked on any house shows. He's not booked for the extreme, um, I think, rules pay-per-view. Um, and people are wondering whether maybe he's injured his leg or something. Will, therefore, uh, that's a brilliant ending to the match. Will, though, they beat CM Punk so much and almost do an injury angle, he's not going to be around for a while, if that is the case as well. Ooh. Um, I think if they did that and he was kind of limped out or stretched out, you might feel a tiny bit sorry for Punk. And I think the way this angle has gone, he's the ultimate bad guy. I don't think they'll do that. Okay. It'd be inter- I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I- I'm more interested. Yeah, but I know what you mean. I'm more interested to see how they finish this the match than the match itself. He might just disappear, you know, until SummerSlam or whatever. That'd be interesting. Um... Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, I, I doubt we'll see Taker now to WrestleMania 30. Probably, probably not even. Which is which, which is a bit of a shame, I guess, in some ways, but hey. Um, now... What you maybe do is have CM Punk go out for a few months to heal his knee, and he's like a surprise sixth person in the Elimination Chamber we've put up. Oh, that'd be interesting, that'd be interesting. Look at this, we have booked on this show the next four months of television. Which is likely, at this rate, to be better than what they're going to have for the next four months of television. Not bigging myself up, but let's be honest, Mike, I think mo- and nearly any wrestling fans could come together and probably, within a five or six minutes book, um, have, have a, a much better ideas on the whole than they've been having um, with, with wrestling over the last few years. Um, I don't know what to say to that because, as you know, 2012, I was very high on. Okay, I mean, I, I mean, okay, but I don't have when you when you look at the way the book mania, I don't have as much confidence, um, especially compared to last year, going out of mania and what they're going to do with the feuds. Ah, yes, that I can agree with. The build up to this particular mania has not been great. 
No, and I think even even you and I said, uh, I can't remember the, the last time I was this less excited for Mania. I mean, even WrestleMania 25, I was probably... That was ended up being a rubbish mania, apart from the Michaels match, really. Yeah, but yeah. I still was more excited than I am now going into it. Yeah, that's probably true, actually. Oh, Christ. Yeah, and I can't really remember mania when I've been so... I mean, you know, we've got the rock scene, obviously, which we'll talk about um, in part two. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. But before we do go, Mike... Yeah? And now we discuss the matches. Hall of Fame, quickly. Oh, Yes. Uh, Stephanie McMahon is going to induct Trish Stratus. Yeah, where the hell's that come from? Well, and here's the other thing you're not going to like. What's that? Okay. The TV said the TV show, you know the TV, that one hour special they do. Oh, yes. Is a, so allegedly going to feature, I think, Donald Trump. Right. Trish Stratus. Yes. And Bruno San Martino. Just the three of them? Leaving Mick Foley off. And, obviously, Bob Backlund. Isn't that a big fuck you, pardon my language, to Mick Foley? And Booker T. Yeah, and Bob Backlund. But most of all, I think Mick Foley being, let's be honest, I th- uh, Mick Foley being, in terms of wrestling, the second biggest star in this Hall of Fame. For me, from my point of view anyway. That's disgusting. And I think the reason why is because Stephanie McMahon inducting Trish. Had Stephanie not inducted Trish, I think Mick Foley would be in that position. Well, the, well, what the fuck does what the why the fuck does Trump get on there? Um, I don't know, Mike. I don't know. Oh dear, it's all gone a bit silly. You're you're very you're angry, aren't you? It makes me very angry. Um, that was that was Marvin the Marshal from the Looney Tunes uh, cartoons. Uh, well, there you go. But yeah, fucking out. I'm. I'm. This is I'm just. This stumped. is just. Can, it could always change. I, I listened to the Wrestling Observer at the gym um, before yeah. I came over here, and that's what they were saying. Well, I'm. I'm a bit stunned. You're stunned. I. Uh, hang on. I'm a bit stunned. Yeah. Um, Mick Foley was one of the top guys in one of the most successful eras they've ever had. And he's not on the show, and Donald Trump is, who was there for one mania and let them use his building twice. And is a twat. Well, there you go. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm fairly speechless at that. Yep, I mean... I know it's on TV, but it's on TV after Mania, so it's not even featured in the build-up, is it? So I mean, so I mean, let's be honest, Mike. Just stream the how many we just stream the whole bloody thing on yeah. WWE.com, You know, now I know they like you. To, uh, I know it's one, one reason to buy the DVD. Essentially, is is obviously the Hall of Fame. But when, when you're streaming it, very few people have the ability to record it or or anything like that. Anyway, and let's be honest. Most people don't buy the Mania DVD just for the Hall of Fame. They buy it for the whole thing, don't they? Um, exactly, especially if they book the Mania properly. Yeah. Um, so, but then again, Mike, let's be honest, we might have a five-star match between The Rock and CM Punk. Um, you, you know, uh, uh, not The Rock. I mean, The Rock and obviously Cena. And, you know, yeah. The Undertaker, CM Punk might be might be quite good. Ziggler might cash it in. And Triple H Lesnar, along now with Shawn Michaels, which we'll talk about in part two, uh, being, it might be absolutely amazing. So we might think, oh my God, we have to get the DVD. Wouldn't that be... I, I doubt... I, I'm... I'm in doubt whether we'll have that feeling after Mania, but if we are, I would be very happy. I mean, Mike, I know people are going to think, oh, they're being so negative. It's not that I want... I love wrestling, Mike. You love wrestling. When 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 wrestling is big and people are loving it and we have a boom period, more people listen to this show, to this show which I think is great. You know, more people will listen to WWE Pod when wrestling is bigger because there's, there's a potentially a bigger audience out there. I'd love to watch good wrestling. You love to watch good wrestling. I love to be entertained. Yeah, yes. we, we're not just doing it because we're down on it. I would love nothing more than to have, say no, to say nothing negative at all about wrestling. It's just at the moment, you you and me have the same opinion that it's just a bit meh going into WrestleMania. Which means you and I have to do something very, very, very interesting and entertaining to make up for this. And um, which is. Kind I, of a bit. Oh, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I, well, I don't know. I, I tune in after Mania because, as I said to Mike, as soon as, hopefully, probably by Monday evening um, after Mania, you'll have our first entry into the uh, cul-de-sac of crap um, being, being the Henry Ryback match. Would it help if I shaved myself for charity? Would that be interesting and entertaining? It may well be better than the book in the CM Punk Undertaker. I'm not a very hairy man. I have no hair on my chest. I've barely any hair on my chest at all. My legs are quite hairy. So wax, it's a bit of a job. Wax your legs during the Henry match. Wax my... Oh, I'll that'd be good. We'll, we'll get some wax, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, you, me, and... um. Oh, is it Bill? Bill. 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 Phil, Phil, sorry. You, me, and Phil. And each time there's a bot during a match, we have to rip a strip. Yeah, the strange thing is, I'm actually kind of up for that. You're... <laughs> I, I do think we need to play live on to tape, let's say anyway, some kind of wacky game involving the Ryback-Henry match. Yeah, all right. Uh, oh, let me think. What can we do? I have no idea. Each time, I, I mean, let's be honest, even walking to the ring can be a mission for Mark Henry. Um, I have a bit of a theory about Mark Henry. Oh, yeah? You know, at the end of that... Odd promo on Raw. He said, all we're going to do is smile. Yeah. I think that's the start of a new comedy character for him. <laughs> I actually, no, I actually think that. Okay. <laughs> He's having a new comedy character where he beats on up and then says, just smile. Okay, Mike. Okay, Mike. If I remember, this is a big if, and I, uh, I will attempt to find some wax drips in Tesco's. Yes. And each time any of them looks like they've nearly botched any kind of move, you, me, and Phil will have to rip a strip from our legs. Deal. What do you reckon? All right. Phil hasn't realised what he's let himself in for. He has no idea. I will attempt to get... Don't get me wrong. I'll probably get Tesco's own cheap wax strips, which I don't know if they're going to hurt. Just so you know, as far as I know, you you need to rip away from your legs. Away from... Obviously, away from the hair direction. I don't think... I don't know. I need to check. I'll have to check with Michelle. I barely even understand what that meant. Uh, Okay. But there you go, Mike. I will attempt to get some leg wax strips for... Your parents are going to wake up from, with screams, aren't they? Not for the first time. Not not for the first time. But there you go, <laughs> you go, ladies and gentlemen. Are we fucking doing this? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, well, you're not working. No. I all of Monday to recover. There you go. To have a few beers, it you know it numbs it. I hate beer. Vodka. Vodka, vodka, or well, have it, and then pour it on your leg after. No, you don't want to do that. That might sting. Fine, I will. Fine, I will rip. I will rip the hair off my legs and drink vodka for WW Pod. Rip the hair off my legs. So live to tape, ladies and gentlemen. Assuming I can get the leg wax strips, Mark Henry, Mark Henry Ryback leg wax strip match. Got it. Oh dear goodness me. Mike. While commentating. While commentating. Oh no. Ladies and gentlemen, here he goes. <laughs> and we have to do and it in I, unison. And that's, and that's before the wax cheese. That's just because the match is so shite. <laughs> I, I, well, we've all got. I've got hairy legs. You've got hairy legs, and I imagine Phil does. So Phil's um, quite a hairy guy. I'm sure he'll be fine. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> They, well, there you go, Mike. Mike, I mean, this is going up tonight or tomorrow, so everyone's going to hear it. So we, you know, we we can't let them down now. No, we've got to stick to our promise on this one. We've got to stick to our guns <laughs> yes. or legs. Yes, yes. The hair won't be doing the much much of the sticking during. The, I think we would have lovely, smooth, sexy legs uh, come the end of this match, which is a bit of a concern. Wasn't that a hit for Bon Jovi? Stick to your legs. I don't. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. That could, that could be our theme for the cul-de-sac of crap. Stick um, to your legs. Dun, dun. No, I'll find it. I've got it somewhere. Excellent. Well, Mike, um, uh, there you go. That's that's part one of two. Um, <laughs> take, take, take the show away. Yes, I did just burp. I'm sorry about that. I don't know if you heard that, but I did. Uh, so for WrestleMania, we're yep. doing commentary on one match. 
while I get my legs ripped, my, my leg, not my legs ripped off, while I get my leg hairs, oh, actually, oh, there's a thought. What would be a worse pain, getting my legs ripped off or watching Mark Kenny versus Ryback? Email us at www.podcast at gmail.com or tweet us at www.pod if you happen to know. And in the meantime, oh, baby, my heart is full of love and it's all for you. So come on now and tell me what you want me to. Just come along and satisfy the need in me. Because this will be the best WrestleMania since 23. Good night. Surrender.